Welcome to the fourth episode of the Poppin' Son Sportscast. I'm Theo. What's Poppin' Son? I'm Eric. But I'll hit you with some two fun facts here. Did you know the wood frog can hold its pee for up to eight months? And the moon has moonquakes. Okay, now let's get into the sports talk. All right, we're going to get into our first segment of the week, and we're going to start with the NFL this week. We're going to start with our favorite team. The Miami Dolphins. Yeah. So the Dolphins this week are getting lots of national headlines. People are starting to put them in, you know, their top ten rankings, some in their top five. It's kind of weird as Dolphins fans to see all of a sudden, like, national media talking about the Dolphins all the time, but... It's actually kind of well-deserved um, coming off their, was it their fifth straight win? Yeah. Dang. Um, Theo, what do you think about the Dolphins getting all this attention? Uh, they deserve it. They have probably a top five defense in the league, maybe even top three right now. Uh, Tua, I think, was the right move. He's playing great, consistent. And Devontae's developing. We hope we can get Preston Williams back soon. Ahmed, Ahmed. And, uh, starting on back, he looks really good, uh, but also hope we can get Gaskin back. Um, uh, Calvin, noise questionable, uh, which hurts our defense a lot. Uh, we have a lockdown secondary and Byron Jones and Xavier. The attention's well deserved, and I th- I I think they're a really good team. Yeah, I I back you on that one. Um, there there's a lot of good things going on. They have a great next man up mentality. Like whoever is like the next man up in the running back room seems to step up. Like next man up in the receiving room, Preston Williams went down. Jakeem Grant stepped up. Um, so yeah, I'm really pleased. This team seems to be really responding to Brian Flores as a coach. Um, so we just saw the Dolphins had a great game on Sunday. It was Tua versus Herbert. Uh, the two choices the Dolphins had at QB in their pick. Theo, are you having any uh, buyer's remorse about the Dolphins taking Tua over Herbert? I am I am so thankful we took Tua over Herbert. Tua for life. And uh, Tua outplayed Herbert. The only, he had some garbage yards and one garbage touchdown. Keenan Allen, the Dolphins let them drive down the field. And Dolphins played a great game that game. M2 versus Herbert, two outplayed, and I just think the Dolphins are just like a better team, obviously, and Tua is probably, I hope, is going to be a better quarterback than Herbert. Yeah, um, I'm, once again, I'm behind you on this one. Like, first of all, Herbert challenged X. You don't challenge Xavier, man. When are people going to learn? Maybe eventually they'll learn, but... And then I think the Dolphins beat up Her- Herbert enough where all of a sudden he cut his hair and all of a sudden looks like a 15-year-old boy again. I don't know what, what he's got going on, but that's a pretty bad haircut. Anyways, yeah, I don't have any buyer's remorse. I think Tua's just scratching the surface. The guy's a winner. The guy just finds ways to win. For some reason, when you play for the Chargers, you find ways to lose, no matter how. I, I don't know what is going on with the Chargers year after year after year, but they... They have more kick-in-the-nut losses yeah. than I've yeah, seen. Yeah, they always lose by one possession. It's just that. That's how they lose. It, it's weird, you know? 
Like they, they're cursed almost. Yep. Um, yeah. So we just got done on Thursday night watching a great uh, game. Seahawks versus Cardinals. Seahawks pulled away at the end. Lots of good play. Um, but the Cardinals were involved in a pretty amazing game on Sunday in what is now known as the Hail Murray. Theo, what did you think about the Hail Murray? Hail Murray is amazing. And great catch by Diop, you know, against three defenders. I think Micah Hyde might have been there. Andrew Davis White, two very good defensive players. And for even Kyler Murray to score out of pocket and make that throw and that accurate for even Diop to have a chance at that. And then Diop also came out and said that was just a better catch by I. I, he talks smack a lot, and but he also backs it up. So I think that was an amazing play. I watched it live, and I think, you know, that was just amazing. It was a miracle, and hell no, he played, paid off. Yep, I, I agree, man. Yeah, if you're going to talk that smack, walk the walk. and No one's walked that walk more than DeAndre Hopkins over the years. He, he makes some contested catches, man. Like, they should check his gloves. Because they're like size, who knows, extra, 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 extra large or something like that. That guy's got crazy hands. Like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Hey, he's got some claw hands for sure, man. Bobon hands. <laughs> <laughs> Bobon hands. Exactly. Um, all right. Other NFL news and notes. Drew Brees goes down with a couple of fractured ribs and what they call a pneumothorax, which is a small hole in the lung. I would know. I had one. Snowboarding. Rough injury. Um, kind of hard to breathe, but they are replacing Drew He's Drew Brees, uh, with what we thought was going to be Jameis Winston. That's what everyone thought his backup with. But now it looks like uh, Taysom Hill is going to be his backup with no experience. What do you think about Taysom Hill getting the starting role? I would rather stop start Winston, but Taysom Hill. He does not throw the ball that much, and he's more. I have no clue what position he plays. Stack the box, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I don't, I've i seen him throw a couple times, and it's not that accurate. I would th- start Jameis Winston, even though oh, Jameis Winston would probably throw one to two picks because I call him Mr. Interception, too. 30 picks in one season, and like I had a five-interception game, I believe. But he did lead the league in passing yards one year somehow uh, with all those interceptions. But, you know, I would take Winston, and you paid him, and you should get some use out, out of the, him. Yeah, I thought that's why they brought him in, but we'll see. I don't know. I guess Sean Payton knows more than us, but it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, so we saw, like I said, we saw a great game on Thursday, uh, Cardinals versus Seahawks. Um, one of the attention-grabbing headlines was DK Metcalf wants the ball more. I mean, he's a freak, he's fast, he's big, he's strong. He asked for the ball, and Russ threw him the ball, and it hit him in the face, man. (laughs) Like, straight (laughs) in the face for a touchdown. (laughs) Didn't get his hands anywhere near it, so like... What do you think about that? He's one of your favorite re- receivers, Theo. Yeah, uh, you know that was that would be embarrassing. And that that was kind of that was I was not expecting to see that. We were watching it, and then we saw DK Metcalf drop it, 
and then we watched Louis play and it hit him in the face and then we laughed. And and oh uh, that's surprising. Also had a not drop in another drop in that game. I think it was a pretty big one. Yeah. I think it was like a wide open third down play. Yeah. But uh, I think he's still a great receiver, amazing, big, strong, fast, crazy, crazy fast, and still think and he, he, they should target him more, oh, but I don't think he will uh, get hit in the face again in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. probably not. He'll probably have his hands up next time. Um, so we're getting later in the NFL year. It's getting about time where we start discussing the NFL MVPs and who you got in the running. Theo, I'm going to ask you for your top three people in the running for NFL MVPs. Obviously, Mahomes, he's always in it, you know. Oh, Russ, Russ Cook, and he's not, he's not playing as great as he did in the beginning of the season, just still playing amazing, leads the league in touchdown passes, and and is a great quarterback. Kylo Murray in his second year, he's playing great, like nine or ten rushing touchdowns and some passing touchdowns, which is insane. And still throws for like 250 yards a game, which is amazing. He also has D up now, which help I think helps a lot. He has Jake eight by his side and Chase Edmonds, which helps him. And he has a decent defense. They're missing Chandler Jones, but that um, but Kyler Murray is like my number two or three in running. Right on, yeah. Um, my top three. I'm gonna have two of the same um, people. Like, of course, Patrick Mahomes is probably number one. He's probably going to win MVP again. It's kind of hard to deny what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Um, Russ is right up there just because, like, Russell wins you games, man. Like, there's nothing that, like, hasn't been said about this guy. This guy's a gamer. This guy's... It's just Russ, man. They're letting Russ cook, and he's showing why he should cook. Um, My third person in the running is kind of a dark horse. I don't think anybody's really talking about it. But Drew Brees is not doing much this year, um, and the Saints are winning a lot of games. So my third pick in NFL MVP is Alvin Kamara. Um, if you look sense. at that, like he is leading the league in scrimmage yards. He, like he's just doing everything for the Saints. Michael Thomas has been out all year, and the Saints are like have the third best record in the NFL. And like I said, Drew Brees has not putting up like Drew Brees like numbers anymore. Where is this coming from? It's coming from Kamara, and I don't know why he's not getting more national media attention, but, like, teams full-on have to game plan around this guy, and he still continues to get it done. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, hot take yeah. by Dad. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that makes sense. Like, he is carrying the team's team on his back. He's somehow, like, he's being like Santa Claus out there, you know. Gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh. So I, I that actually makes sense, and I kind of agree with you on that one. Oh, right on. Theo agrees with Pops. So there you have it. There is our NFL hot takes of the week. Um, next up, our NFL rankings. Okay, let's get into a weekly NFL rankings. Okay, let's start out with my dad's 
and the following things. X number ten. Number ten. I have the Las Vegas Raiders, winners of four out of the last five, coming in off three straight. They have beat the Chiefs and the Saints. I think I had them as my week ten, uh, my number ten team last week, and they stayed that way. They might be deserving to move up. They keep winning, man. Uh, Raiders looking good. X number nine. Dropping all the way down to number nine, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Not about to drop them out of the top ten yet. That was a tough game they just had versus New England and that monsoon storm. Belichick pulled the weather gods or whatever you want to say about that one. Um, I still got some faith in the Ravens. I think they can make a turnaround, but the division's starting to slip away. It's just, Steelers are undefeated, and yeah, they just lost another game. So, Ravens dropping all the way down to number nine for me. X number eight. I have the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, um, I don't know why I still haven't been sold on them the whole time, but they keep finding ways usually to win games. They just lost on the Hill Murray, um, which I'm stoked about. The Dolphins are actually only a half game behind them. They play them again towards the end of the year, so we'll see what happens. Last game of the season. Yeah, last game of the season. But, uh, yeah, I have the Bills as my number eight team. X number seven. Um, a team that is starting to come up again, that are kind of having a little bit of an up-and-down season, but the Seattle Seahawks. Um, like I said, Russ can cook, and he's always cooking something up. Their defenses look shaky, then it looked a little better, then it looked shaky. Um, I just don't feel like they're a complete, complete team. They're still a little banged up, running back, whatever, what have you. Um, but the Seahawks, my number seven team. X, number six. I have the Miami Dolphins at number six. Just keep climbing up those rankings, man. Like, winners of five straight. What, what can I say? Like, this team's on a roll with Tua. Um, just keep continuing to impress. The defense is super opportunistic. I would say they just I think they've created turnovers in like 16 straight games or something like that no, leading the league. The, no, Baltimore leads the league. Balt okay. Um so I got Theo to fact check me on. But yeah, the Dolphins, man. There's there's just something special in the air about this team. I'm stoked to be a Dolphin fan right now and I have them as my number 16. X number 5. At number 5, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um yeah, the Bucks, man. Like, bounce back game after getting a little thrashed by the Saints the week before, and then they come up and hang up like 46 points or something like that. Uh, this team still has a pretty complete team, pretty versatile, aggressive defense, and then you got an offense that has just weapons oozing out of every which orifice. So, yeah, Bucks number five. X number four. Um, Since... They beat the Bucks twice. I have the Saints at number four, plus their winners of five in a row, I believe, just like the Dolphins. Um, they actually, I think they're six in a row. Um, although the Drew Brees injury is going to be pretty significant. Like I said earlier, I have Alvin Kamara as like a high runner for MVP. I it's going to be interesting to see how they play without Drew Brees. But from what they've done right now, um, if Drew Brees comes back, I think Saints, man, they're I mean, they just keep winning. This game, I would not be surprised if they just pound the ball to come out and give them the ball. Like, yeah. Hawks. Snap. Oh, not the Hawks. 
The Falcons should stack the box. Anyways, yeah, Saints, my number four team. X number three. I have the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think I say it every time they're there. The sky's the limit with this team with Aaron Rodgers. Like, pretty versatile D. Not, like, the most impressive defense, but that this team's just, what are they, 7-2? and two? Yeah. Um... Reminds me a lot of a Packers team that's going to go like 13-3 and three or something like that and just make some noise in the playoffs. Will they go super deep? I don't know. Um, with Drew Brees being hurt, I don't see a lot of other NFC teams stopping them. So they're my number three and my top team in the NFC. X number two. My number two team. I'm still going to go with the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they keep winning games. That close game to Dallas had me a little worried and stuff like that. This defense is baller. There's not, like, I don't know why I won't put them at number one, but something is just refusing me to put them at number one. Um, and it's probably going to be because of what my number one team is. X number one. My number one team, once again, is how about them Chiefs? Like, what? What? I don't, I don't need to sing their praises every week. They're just the Chiefs. They're the most dangerous team in the NFL. They have one of the better defenses in the NFL, and they got the front runner for MVP and weapons galore, Patrick Mahomes. Like, what else needs to be said? Chiefs, number one. Um, I do have a couple honorable mentions this week. Uh, the teams that didn't make my top ten, the Colts playing really good football right now, although I do not like Phillip Rivers. They're still playing great football. Um, the Rams find ways to win games unless they're playing the Dolphins, and they're just going to you know, <laughs> look pretty rough against them. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, now that they got Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb back, um, that rushing attack is just versatile and alive again, and they're making noise. And, of course, the Arizona Cardinals, um, they, they can pull out miracles, and the sky's the limit with Kyler Murray. So those are my honorable mentions. Time to switch it up and get over to Theo's top ten. Theo's number 10. The Arizona Cardinals are just tough loss to Seattle. I'm still putting them at number 10. Even though they're 6-4, I just feel like they deserve it and have a really good team. Um, and if they get Chandler Jones back, they'll probably have a way better pass rush. And I still believe in the Cardinals. They, they'll probably hopefully make the playoffs, even though that's a really tough division they're in. Theo's number 9. Out of the Baltimore Ravens, tough loss against the Patriots. Oh, you know, bad weather game. They, you know, that they had Calais Campbell out. I, they, you know, it was just a Lamar, I think, wanted to throw the ball. Or J.C. Jackson picked him off. He's, he's leading the league with interceptions with, like, seven or something. And, and, and I... Like, that was bad weather game, and I feel like Lamar is going to throw, and I, if it wasn't for the weather, uh, the Baltimore would have destroyed New England, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Theo's number eight. The Seattle Seahawks, you know, don't trust them as much, even though they bounce back. Um, but still, you know, that defense is still shaky, but they have Jamal Adams back, and... Jamal Adams is probably top three safety in the league, you know. He is such a good safety, such a good defensive player. He he can get pressure on you. He can basically do anything on the 
defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Theos, number seven. The Buffalo Bills, I, I don't trust them, you know. Like, I trust them. They beat Seattle. They're a good team, lost to Arizona. But, you know, I, I don't really like the Bills also, so, you know. But Fair enough. But I just, they're a really good team still, and I just have them at number seven, which is still really good. Theos, number six. The Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. You know, I, I, we've talked so much about them. I feel like I don't need to say that. Let me just give you a recap here. Top five defense, two was amazing. The, the running game is getting better. Oh, oh, the receiving game is great. Hopefully, they can get Preston Williams back. There you go. That's the week. We recap. That's why they're number six. Fields, number five. Tampa, you know, tough loss against the Saints, you know, but, you know, they bounced back to short Carolina. Carolina almost beat the Chiefs, which would have been amazing for them, but didn't happen. But the Tampa is still a great team, even one of the best defenses and one of the best offenses. Fields, number four. Saints, I trust them. I just feel like they're going to go down. Maybe, you know, but, like, Taysom Hill, don't trust him as a quarterback. Uh, they're probably just going to hand the ball off and get Kamara the ball checked down to him. But I feel like they can definitely beat the Falcons, and they're still a really good team in a 7-2 record. Yeah. Theos, number three. The Green Bay Packers, you know. Devontae Adams, Jair Alexander, Colonel, the defense is good, uh, offense is good, and Jones, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, you don't need to say that much about them, even though they almost lost to the Jags last week, but still a great team, great offense, great defense. Fields, number two. The Kansas City Chiefs, you know. Almost lost to Carolina, mm -hmm. but also, you know, they, they've lost one game to the Raiders. Could lose again to the Raiders. But, like, I have them at number two, best offense by four, and then, like, a top ten defense. So, you know, that team's just outstanding, and I would not be surprised. No one should be surprised if they win the Super Bowl. Defending champs. Theos, number one. Pittsburgh Steelers, best defense in the league. Top three at least. Um, so their offense is great. You know, James Conner, Big Ben. Might need Jack to quarterback soon. And, and, you know, like, if the wide receiver is a really good, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju. And they, they're just a really good all-around team and just oh, amazing. And they're undefeated, so, you know, crazy good team. Hard to not have them at number one, I understand. Yeah. Uh, Theo, you got any honorable mentions that didn't make your top ten? I have the Indianapolis Colts, the Cleveland Browns, the Rams, and the Detroit Lions. You know, they're coming up. They look like a good team. And they don't have Kenny Galladay this week, which hurts them. 
but also maybe also the Minnesota Vikings. Three straight, Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, and then... Kirk Cousins? Eh, he's not that good. Get that out of here, man. And <laughs> then, uh, also, you also have a good defense, you know, so they're a good team. <laughs> Giving shout-outs to the Lions, I like it. I did not mm-hmm. see that one coming, yeah. but, you know... Pay respects to Matt Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. What's up, Matt Brown? Anyways, there you have it. There are our NFL rankings for Week 10. Time to switch gears to the NBA. It's been a crazy week in NBA news. We had a lot going on. Trades earlier in the week. uh, The draft. And now we just had free agency strike. I think deals are happening right now as we're doing this podcast. But um, let's get into the meat of it all. Let's get into NBA free agency. So as you well know, or maybe you don't know, but we state it pretty good. We're, we're big homers. Our favorite NBA team is the Clippers, um, who haven't made many moves in the draft yet or in the free agency. But one of our favorite Clipper players, Montrez Harold, the motor. Sign with the Lakers, and uh, I'm a former Lakers fan. I won't get into that whole story, maybe one day. But, yeah, as a Clippers fan, for me, this one hurts. But, uh, Theo, what do you think about Trez signing with the Lakers? It sucks, you know. He was sixth man of the year. Uh, he He's played amazing, and um, people are getting flack about him in the playoffs. But still, uh, amazing player. Uh, one six man, which is huge, and he's young, and he's amazing. He's a big guy. He has soft hands, catch balls. He can dunk on you, and I just I'm going to really miss him. But yeah, um, I think the amount of flack that he's getting for the playoff run is kind of a little unfair. Um, it, his grandma just died, man, and I think people underestimate how important she was in his life. He was going through a crazy grieving process when that was happening, and I think the bubble environment is not the best environment for that, and it really affected his play on the floor. Um, so I think that would have had a lot of factors into it. And now you pair him up with a guy like LeBron, who is a great facilitator, and if you let him play small forward alongside AD as center, who can cover some of his defensive life. You let yeah, you let Trez play power forward. You let AD play center. AD can cover up for some of his shortcomings on defense, and LeBron can feed in these passes. Trez is so great in traffic. Like like Theo said, he's got soft hands. I just have watched Lou drop him so many dimes in crowded spaces, and Trez always finds a way to catch the ball. Uh, I think he's gonna ball. I think they got a bargain for two years and like nineteen mil. Um, Clippers might have dropped the ball in this. Maybe there was some friction in the locker room. I don't know what was going on, but, yeah. The loss of Trez to the Lakers is going to sting Clipperland a little bit, as much as people aren't willing to admit it. Um, another big free agent signing. I think the most expensive player to switch teams is Gordon Hayward to the Hornets at 120 mil for four years. Turned down a $34 million player option to stay with Boston. What do you think? Uh, I think the Hornets overpaid him, you know. He, he gets injured a lot, and then I just feel like he's not worth 
paying legit $30 million a year. A lot of money. I feel like he, he should be uh, like getting paid 10 to $15 million a year. He's a really good player still. I just feel like they overpaid him. They wasted some of the cap, and, you know, I just don't. It might have been a good move, but I don't think so. Yeah, it's time will tell, but I something something doesn't smell right in this no. signing. Um, it smells uh, sus. <laughs> it does smell a little sus, Theo. I'll give you that. A uh, player we really wanted the Clippers to sign was Fred Van Vliet. I thought he was a young up-and-coming. Looks like he's going to re-sign with the Raptors at 85 mil. Um, another under-the-radar trade that's going to make a team better, I think, is Steven Adams to the Pelicans. Yeah, you know, that Zion and Steven Adams and Peyton, that's going to be nasty. Uh, you have also have Brandon Ingram. Um, you have Lonzo. That team's really good and young. And I just feel like they're going to make the playoffs this year. Yep. A uh, trade that happened earlier in the week, but I think really improved team is CP3 to the Suns. Oh, that backcourt's nasty. Finally got some defense. DeAndre Aiden's going to have a big season, I feel like. DeAndre be eaten. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the D-Buck and Chris Paul are just going to feed to DeAndre and I feel like that Suns team is also going to make the playoffs. Suns to the playoffs. You heard it here from Theo. Um, he might be right. Looks like the Hawks have signed a couple of good vets. They got Rondo just recently, and they added Gallo. Uh, Danilo Gallinari. Uh, so they got a couple of vets to go along with the young core. Watch out for the Hawks. I think they're going to be kind of up and coming in the East. Yeah. Like the team, and I feel like they're also going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe not the Pelicans, but the Hawks and the Suns are probably going to make the playoffs. And as we're recording this, still no word on where James Harden's going to end up playing next year. He still has two more years under his contract in Houston, but it reportedly wants out to Brooklyn to go play with KD. Uh, what do you think about this news? I don't. I don't really like it. I want the league to have a chance. Another team... The league to have a chance. You think if Harden goes to Brooklyn, it's over? It's not exactly over. It's just like you have Kyrie, Harden, and then and, uh, KD. And that could also affect your locker room and the way you play. Because when Harden joins, he like demands stuff. And it like kind of affects the way you play basketball. And he wants you to build a team around him. But they already have two stars, and I just don't think it would be a good move. You know? And in the game of basketball, you actually only have one basketball that you play with. So having uh, Kyrie and Harden on the same team, I don't know if it works. Um, yeah. But, you know, so let them go. We'll see what happens. That's what I say. But Houston, I don't think they're mm -hmm. trading him for anything but a huge package. So Brooklyn would have to give up a lot. It's going to be interesting. Um, it looks like I was going to be all in on the Warriors this year. Not like all in as a fan, but like I thought they were going to make some serious noise. And just a bummer of an injury, man. Clay Thompson ruptures his Achilles. Uh, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, seemed like one of the good guys in the NBA. That's just, that's just a brutal injury, man. Shout out to Clay. Prayers. Rehab well, man. I'm, I just don't know what else to say about that one. Um, and ooh, we do have some breaking news on this yeah. podcast. 
it looks like Carmelo is resigning with the Blazers. Yeah. Shout out to Carmelo. Keep getting them checks, dog. Keep getting them checks. Keep putting in them buckets. You know what I mean? Um, those are kind of some of our free agency news and notes that we have comments on. Uh, another big thing that happened in the NBA was the NBA draft. I had a lot of fun watching it on Wednesday night. Theo was kicking back, uh, playing some video games. He was just like, just tell me who gets drafted. Yeah, I, don't I was need to playing watch this. that in room and playing some Among Us. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought the draft was kind of interesting. There's always some cool little storylines. Um, the number one pick, Anthony Edwards, though, going... Uh, Supposedly, his first love is football and not basketball, and he went number one. That just always kind of raises some little eyes. LaMelo falling to number three, going to Charlotte. Um, That will be interesting. But uh, I think one of the steals of the draft went to Washington, and that guy, Denny Avajita is his name, I believe. Look out for these players that are coming out of pro leagues I mean, LaMelo did too, um, from like European countries, man. This kid just looks like a baller to me. Like, I just, when I saw his tape, I saw everything like that. I think he's going to be one of the steals. Um, look out for Denny. Plus, he learned English play, playing Call of Duty. Another steal of the draft, I thought, was Sacramento. They got Halliburton, fell all the way down to him. He was supposed to be one of the top picks in the draft. This guy just looks like an NBA point guard. Uh, he's shifty, he's crafty, so I think that was big. Um, it was kind of a weird NBA draft this year, just because we had no tournament. You just don't fall in love with the players the same way. So, like, I can see why Theo kind of tuned out. Like, we didn't watch a bunch of March yeah. Madness this year, you know? Yeah. Uh, I also like Cole Anthony to the Magic. You know, that was, I feel like he's going to fit in with that team, and that team is going to have a, Young, good, shooting, go to point good. Yep, that's a good squad coming up. Um, that's a lot of our news and notes. As of right now, I think the Clippers haven't done much in free agency. They did re-sign the big dog, Marcus Morris. But Jermichael Green left. Um, yeah, looking for what's the Clippers' next big move, man? Sign Anthony Davis. <laughs> I'm joking. He's re-signing with L.A. But you never know. You never know. And there you have it. There is our NBA news and notes. And there you have it. Week four, the Poppin' Sun Sportscast in the books. That was a lot of fun, man. A lot of stuff going on this week, and it was just fun to do a good podcast with you, Theo. Yeah, and I'm just going to hit you with two more fun facts. Did you know that Cotton candy was invented by dentists. And showers really do spark creativity. Learning new stuff every day. Thanks a lot, Theo. See you all next week.